This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I'm Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day, everybody. Uh, we are back. Uh, it's another time, uh, question time episode coming at you. But first of all, we're going to jump into the Coltrane Cup for this week, Mitchell, because there has been absolute chaos. New listeners of the show, the Coltrane Cup is our uh, Patreon-only tipping competition where you pick one match per week. There's a couple of caveats, such as you must pick every team in the NRL at least once, including the Bulldogs. But it was tipping against the Bulldogs this week that was people's undoing. A huge chunk of people picking the Dragons in that one. And uh, five, or six of our, five or six of our top ten actually had losses this week. And we have a new leader, Nick Campton. Nick Campton would still be undefeated without that terrible Raiders I've, pick. I've mentioned it every time I've seen him for the past six weeks. Here's a great idea for if he wins. We're not going yeah, to say it. We're, we're not going to say it. it. It'll ruin it. But here's a great idea. Uh, I'm, I'm, man, you, I'm sneaking up there now. I'm in the top 10 as well with yourself. Uh, don't know where I'm sitting properly yet because it's not fully updated. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's... Um, well, I'm six and seven home and aways. We picked, we both picked the Roosters this week. Hoped for the four and against boost. Didn't get it. But I've got my six teams I've got to pick for the rest of the year. I haven't picked. I haven't picked the Broncos, Raiders, Cowboys, Bulldogs, Knights, and Warriors. And uh, so I've kind of I've started to plan. I haven't planned all season yet, but I have to start to plan now to when you can pick these teams. And I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't be against picking the Knights this week because they're playing the Warriors at home. But I'm sticking what we spoke about last week, using one of my last few double ups for the one of the good sides, taking the bunnies up at Brisbane, get that away tip. And again, if somehow Brisbane win, I don't feel so bad about it. Uh, yeah, I've got six left myself. I still have to pick the Broncos, the Raiders, the Bulldogs, the Titans, the Sharks, and the Warriors. So a few shit teams okay. in there, but I am taking Souths as well. So and that I think gets me I've, to away tips. I picked well. the Titans, and you haven't picked the Knights. Is that it? No, I've picked the Knights. Yes, I'm saying sorry. I picked the Titans, and you've picked the Knights. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, that's our difference. I think in our in our I six believe there. so. But yeah, I have my cup of mine penciled in. I've got my Raiders and Broncos games penciled in. So mm. we'll say how they go. But I still my Warriors. I've tossed up. I'm pretty sure you know round twenty two at home against the Bulldogs in New Zealand. That's what I think I'm saving that for. That's fair. I think that's fair. The Bulldogs tip, I got no idea what I'm doing it. Like we looked at you look at their draw and no, I, maybe, I got I got it. Uh what the round uh what is it? Round seventeen against the Roosters sounds ridiculous, but it's origin nope. period. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one, I think. I I don't know. I look at the rest of them and it just yeah. I mean did anyone pick them this way? I think someone picked them this way, didn't one they? One person, Mo. Mo is the same lunatic that picked Manly the week they won their first game. Who did Manly beat in their first win? And a bunch of people culture and the other team in round four, whenever that was. I think they played the Warriors. No, no not the Warriors. I think I um, picked it as well, the other team. But it was someone who a lot of people expected to win. And Mo was the one Manly tip that time. And this week, he was the only Dragons tip. Uh, only Bulldogs tip against the Dragons. I think so it was my out, first. Was it, was it the Tigers or something that game? No, 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 no. 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 It was, it was, it was uh, I'm pulling it up. I'll pull it up now. This is terrible radio. Um, it was... The, the, it was, that was the, it was the Warriors. It was right. the Warriors, the 13-12 yeah. game when they were, it they was, lost yeah. every game. Yeah. 
but yeah, so he did tip them. Good on him. He's, how's he going overall though? Not insane. bad. He's picks, ten and three, I think. So, okay. but with some balls in picks, picks, die so, by the insane pick. Yeah, it's, it's good from him. Okay. Yeah. And still doing the same thing of picking the Rabbitohs. and yeah, we'll go. From I will here. be taking Souths. There's a look. There's there'll be there'll, there's a time and a place to take all these shit teams, and we'll worry about it at the end. Yeah, of the year. I think we'll think of land on the prize. We'll give to the people that beat both of us as well. Yeah, it's a good like, idea by you. There won't be many of them, but uh, yeah, that's it. I might as well say it then. We're going to give them uh, Boom Rookies branded Steins glasses. Yeah, they look so, pretty yeah, great. Yeah, they look we, pretty we, good. At least one of us needs to stay the course. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> So both, well, I mean, we're both in the top it's 10. Pretty, so it's it's getting... pretty poor strategy for us to keep tipping the same team every week, by the way, if we it's want to minimize great. damage. I mean, it, but it's such an, we tried yeah. not to, but again, you've been, you do the Coltrane Cup for so long that half the year, the teams that win picked like, the same weeks, yeah, half the season. Uh, and this week, that's just the safest one. You need an away tip. That's the safest away tip, you know. And I know Bulldogs at Eels at home to the Bulldogs is tempting and Storm at home, whatever. Dragons Raiders is something there for someone. Ballsy, if you haven't picked either of those. Mm, I thought about taking the Raiders. There's also a Warriors Cowboys in a couple of weeks. When's that? Like in two or three weeks. And if you haven't picked either of those, that's like you might just. No, I've learned my lesson. I've lost two games this year. Both of them were tipping against the Cowboys. I'm not doing it again. Were, were they at home? They were. Well, one was at Leichhardt and one was in Townsville. Ah, uh, there you go. You're not sitting against the Cowboys again. You're avoiding them. No, I'm just not having it. Pricks. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. Without any further ado, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. Okay. Question time over on patreon.com forward slash NRO Boom Rookies if you want to join in. Uh, first one from Dave. Should the Brisbane Broncos be awarded an order of Australia for services to giving bad teams their confidence back? I mean, that's harsh, but yeah, it'd be nice for you to win something. It would be. We'd appreciate that. Why not? Uh, Michael Gregson says, given that we've seen what someone with power and influence can do in New South Wales, if someone gets under their skin, do we expect to please goon squat the budget of Mitch's house, <laughs> knock over his mum, step on pickles and arrest him for saying mean things about Peter Volandis? We can't rule it out. <laughs> we cannot. Stalking and intimidation, mate. It's Hasn't that, that is one of the most disgraceful things I've ever seen. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. Do we want to get political here? Oh, I'm happy to talk about it. It's it's yeah. sickening. But I mean, I don't think there's anyone listening to this that would disagree. So it'd be a waste of time. Yeah. What the, yeah, I don't know. Just what's wrong with our society? Are we just keep yeah. giving more and more power to the government? And we always have that dumb head on as like, oh, it doesn't affect me kind of thing. Fascism rises with apathy, mate. People don't care about these things. It's like that's I, why I, they're allowed to happen. I forget what it's called again. You know, what's that Cinelink card called again? Inju card. Yeah. So I remember when it first came up and obviously my partner has been through worse things with, with, uh, with well, Vlad over in Russia, the cashless debit card here. But when that came up again and it's, and she asked you why I gave a shit that I think it's terrible. It's like, because it didn't affect me. It's like, no, it doesn't affect me now. But that's not how you should, you know, vote or be vocal about something or get behind something. Because one day it could affect me or affect people I know. And it's, but it's not even about that. It's, under, as you said, my apathy, apathy. Give a shit. Give a shit that, like, I know it's, oh, adult bludgers shouldn't, you know, spend all their money on beer. Yeah. Uh, who cares? What do you think I spend my money on? I know. What do you spend your money on? Like, like adult bludgers should be miserable and just, like, what they no poor they, people aren't allowed to have good nice comfort things and they're only allowed to buy gruel that's it mate and obviously the cashless debit card obviously will lead to crime just yeah. obviously 
So if I can't, if, I, if I'm someone who wants to be here and I can't buy it, how do I get it? You brew your own beer. You can go yes. to Bunnings and use your cashless debit it. card on a bath on 42 bathtubs. And... Whatever, that's ridiculous. But yeah, same thing. Like people don't care like when the ABC get raided. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't care. Like for some reason, okay, I don't like friendly joys. Doesn't matter. That's dumb. We have to put that qualification there. Doesn't matter who that happened to. No, it doesn't. It's bullshit and we'll see what happens. And maybe me and you now will be will be attacked for even commenting on it smallly. But but mate, if they can if they can get into my apartment building first try, then then they can lock me up. Because... Yeah, and, and if you let that justified oh, but he said something, you know, he dressed up as the Ouija's. Oh, so if we should go to prison, should he? Yeah. Lock him up. Yeah, because he dressed up as a video game character and ran around a public space. We'll just lock up all the people on the hill in Penrith next time we get there, mate. Hey, 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 hang on, hang on. Wait, <laughs> you might be you might have stumbled upon something here. Yeah, like ridiculous. Uh, and better. I hate it, but people just don't get mad. They don't care. Uh, well, anyway, Blake Moretti. Did the dogs win or was I dreaming? No, Blake, they really did. Congratulations. They did. And and Jake Avarillo, the young bulldog, mate, did it all himself. What a king. It's great. Uh, the not so mature age student. Is the Roosters Band Aid sticky tape team just proof how poor some clubs are as organizations? Or does Manly prove this is val- a valid way to run a club? I think every time we watch the Roosters and the Storm win with depleted teams, it's just a further proof that the rest of the clubs don't really know what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or like it's, it's one of those things like I'm not sure guys like Bill Belichick are geniuses. I'm more sure that like 25 of the teams run by morons. Yeah. <laughs> like it's being proven. It's not probably not as easy over here because there's not draft picks and similar and similar, but a decent GM can like turn a roster around in like two years in the NFL and they might not get the quarterback, the thing that they need to win most, but like they can just turn things into picks and more assets and build a good roster like it's, that. There's, it's remarkable. It seems like the Patriots, the Ravens, uh, the Steelers, this, they're good all the time. It's just because they're yeah. well-run organizations. Whilst yeah. sometimes, sometimes get lucky and are good for a few years, but then they just go back to sucking. I mean, again. now the changes to say the Colts have made. They lost Andrew Luck and are still good. Yeah, Colts are Colts are a good example. Actually, <laughs> that's it. you get some like one or two smart people in the building, and that's it. And honestly, that's that's all the roosters and still need to be is like three smart people. They don't need to be the whole team. The whole organization doesn't need to be smart. That's why like signing a player and things is going to change your culture is retarded. Like, yeah. Culture isn't built from the ground up. But yeah, he said every time someone gets injured and the guy just steps in, it's like the Roosters could play maybe the under-14s hooker and still win games. That's that's how far I'll go. <laughs> uh, Sam Stevens. If Carmichael Hunt stayed and re-signed for the Broncos for the 2010 season, and if Justin Hodges wasn't injured for that season, how far do you think the Broncos would have went in 2010? Well, let's have a look. How far do we go that year? I mean, 2008, we were ordered, as everyone knows what I think. But 2010. Well, that was the Dragons breaking through uh, and winning. That was the yeah. that was the year the Titans were good. No, this is the year, and I remember this year, we lost in one in patches as the Henjack scored a million points and still sucked team. Uh, no, that team... Like, look, Josh Hoffman wasn't a great fullback. That team had more problems because they had situations like Alex Glenn was always a center. They had to find someone to play centers, but they had Shane Trong or like Nick Kenny starting at prop. You finished below South. It's terrible. Well, we, uh, Darren Lockie got injured. So, well, look, we didn't have Darren Lockie to begin with. So like we were in the eight and then he got injured and we lost. We the had last four or five in a row. We had Chris Sandow. 
and yeah. Bo Falloon. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm not sure. And that's also that season. Um, like, what was it? We had a couple of tough losses. We had that like, had that game when Kenny Dow scored four on us in the centers. Not great <laughs> for the Roosters that year. But no, there was. there's only so much good players can do when they're not set up to succeed. And Brisbane weren't doing... They had a good roster for a long time there, but a good roster kept the live uh, average coaches. And some, I don't think Carmichael and Hodges were making that team much more than like a fifth or a sixth place side. Yeah, fair. Maybe if uh, Lockyer stayed fit, I don't know. That was a good uh, year. That was that was the year that um, that was the year the South South game against the West Tigers, where um, Reese Wester threw the pass that went eight meters forward in Golden Point to win the game. Yeah, I mean to be, to be fair, the year after Lockyer's last year. They were going pretty goddamn close, and then they obviously had the prelim loss with a similar roster. But well, if Lockyer hadn't been a coward, then maybe yeah. he would have won the comp. Oh, I still remember being angry that I was like, "How could he not be playing?" I was furious, mean, and I, then I, 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 I still hold that opinion. Oh, but then I saw him like they put a camera on him, like, "Oh, okay, I see why." But he's like, the whole side of his face is purple, and his eyes still closed. I was like, "Well, why aren't you like should have just played? Why don't you fashion something with headgear pincer that opens the eye up?" You know, Honestly. attach it to headgear and just play. How bad do you want it? I mean, you know, room? if you play on one side of the field, you don't need to see, you know. If you play on the right side, we'll just switch sides. We'll, know, we'll figure it out. But I don't know. Maybe they would go further. I don't know. But they, they brought Ben Hannett and Josh McGuire. So Hannett came back for 2011. Josh McGuire went to another level. That was kind of what helped their fortunes, actually having a forward pack. Uh, Sam's next question. Would you rather run it straight to the Dudley boys doing a 3D onto a table or run it straight to Tom and George Burgess? Um, I would love to go through a table. Yeah, but all, like, okay, I don't think running... Tom and George are not going to hit me. They don't tackle hard. They don't know I, for that. Still, though. No, I mean, they could squash me. So I'm not, that, not, I'm not as afraid of these options. But I'd love to be put through a table, as you said, mate. That's going to hurt, but I'd much rather get 3D'd yeah. than sandwiched by two giant men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she shout out uh, your boy, mate, while we're here. Oh, WOE debut for guest host of NRL Boom Rookies, Matty Wahlberg, a.k.a. Grayson Waller's new name. Is um, he getting buzz? Are we getting buzz yet? Yeah. He um he did well. His, his opponent got injured like a minute into the match. They had to work that on the fly. Apparently got a lot of praise for handling that in his first match. And he, and he won. So... I mean, good. I did enjoy uh, him still being the... I mean, it's always good when character matches... You know, actual personality. So it's good to see him still being a douchebag out there. <laughs> it, was for a bit. it was good. It works. You know, it's always the best WWE gimmicks when it, you know, reflects their person's character a bit. So yeah, undefeated in WWE. That's it. Man, yeah, you, did you bet on him? Uh, a market was put up, but um, I mean, it was $25 max bet and he was a dollar 20 and I didn't have any money in my account. So I was yeah, like, I yeah. looked at it. I think it was, I think. One of our friends shared it and he was like a dollar sixty. But at the time I looked at it, he was a dollar twenty. Like, oh, okay. Yep. So it was money came in. I'll bet in. But yeah, that's it. The people knew. But yeah, it is interesting to see. Obviously, track your mate's success. You've tracked it longer than I have. Interesting to see someone we know on bloody <laughs> WWE. Yeah, man, it's awesome. It's so good. Yeah, I'm really happy for him. Uh, Luke Sturkenboom. Any current up and coming players who are comparable in style to recently retired greats Brett Morris and Boyd Cordner? Seems like they're the last of a dying breed as he sees he's as we see these positions being filled with more explosive and genetically gifted athletes. I mean, I wouldn't say neither those guys are both genetically gifted. Yeah. 
Brett Morris was still faster the day he went. Like still fast. Him and Josh still fast. Their dad played and, and Brett had had leaps on him. Obviously he's not as big of an athlete as, as many other guys would see. I don't want to say there's guys are comparable in style to those two because you're setting a really high bar for someone to say, Oh yeah, he's the next Brett Morris. But they're yeah. definitely like I wouldn't say they're prototypes that can't play in the game moving forward. The corner is still a big dude, man. Yeah, it's not like yeah, he wasn't some like five foot six guy battling well above his size. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like guys like Angus Crichton plays very different to Boyd Cordner, but you wouldn't call them different types of athletes. No, really, that you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else, but yeah, you know, I, I don't think those are the kind of guys getting squeezed out of the game. I think they'll be just fine, but I think uh, you don't find many Brett Morris's because then Josh Morris's because they were genetic freaks for their size, <laughs> you know. Uh, Matt Coleman, two weeks ago, people were suggesting the 2021 PVL Panthers were the love child of the Arsenal Invincible, <laughs> Arsenal Invincibles, and the Harlem Globetrotters. Okay. After losing two on the trot, they now face the Roosters and the Eels. Do they get their season back on track or they shit the bed like the 2011 Dragons? That Dragons team was very funny. Um, we spoke about this one last week. I was at two different games at Wynn Stadium in the back six weeks of that season when they completely shut the bed. They were beating Souths 24 nil, mm. and they were beating the Roosters, I think, 12 nil or something. And they and they lost both of those games um, in the middle of a five-game uh, losing streak. Um, they and, and then that was the, when the peak McIntyre system bullshit as well. Oh no, sorry, that was the that was that was that was oh nine. Sorry, the McIntyre system bullshit. Yeah, twenty eleven. They just finished fifth and then got done by the Broncos in the semis, and that was it. Um, yeah, they got done by Tigers round one. They're done by us. Yeah. So yeah, that, for people who don't know, they were they lost one of their first eleven games, uh, and then after that, it's just a sea of red. So they. From rounds one to twelve, they had a buy. So rounds one to thirteen, they drew once and had a buy and had one loss. So they were 10, 10 wins, ten wins, one draw, one loss, and they finished the year with fourteen wins, one draw, nine losses. So after that, they went four and eight in the second half of the season. And so. it was one of those post-Origin fades that it wasn't, and it's happened to some teams and a lot of Mean Wayne Bennett coach. Unfortunately, this is one of those. It wasn't through a lot of injury. Like they they missed uh, Gaznia for a couple of games, Bo Scott for a couple of games, but they were pretty much full strength the whole run home. Yes, whatever hit hit a wall, and it happened. I don't think this Panthers side will hit that wall, but I'm uh, I'm kind of glad the Origin bump is in their road because the, all the record books are pretty much set on the Origin bump being being in someone's road the last forty years. So. Yeah, we'll see how they bounce. I think they'll bounce back, but they, as you said, they have a tough run now, Storm and Eels, and they certainly have had their groove broken up a little by, by their change. But I'm sure throwing in Luai and Cleary will bring back a lot of it this week. What do you reckon, Bungo? Do you think they'll bounce back? Yeah, um, they'll, they're, they're, they're going to be fine when all their players are there. They're not... Look, it, it's, it's... I don't remember vividly those Dragons teams, but man, like they didn't have half the New South Wales team. They didn't have... Nathan Cleary is close to, if not the best player in the league. And then they've got a bunch of other guys who are in the top five, top 10, top 20 in that, in that area as well. Like they just had so much talent out the last two games. I think it's, I think it's silly to start panicking. 
to be fair, personally. they did have seven guys by origin that year to blue. The, 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 um, did they really? The Dragons, yeah. So Dean Darius Young, Boyd, Dean Young. Oh, sorry. Seven played for Morris. the Blues, sorry. With throwing oh, in um, and eight with, with, with Darius. So. so they what? Dean Young, Brett Morris. Uh, Gazny is still playing in 2011? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, Soward played origin that year? Yes, he did. Yep. Um, so that's four. Uh oh, Bo Scott, the the GI stopper. Mm-hmm. It's five. Um, that's five. Uh, trying to think who else. Um, did um did Ben Cray play Origin that yes, year? Yes, he did. Okay. Um, Mac, did Matt Cooper play Origin? Not that year. Ben Hornby. I don't. No, you, 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 Trent Merritt. That's the one. Okay. So right, they, they had a lot of good players. All right, fair they point. Did, they did. So it was classic. They had the year before they didn't have as many in Origin, and then they won the competition. Got the year before they had what well, they had: Brett Morris, Ben Cray, Matt Cooper, Bo Scott, and Michael Wayman play Origin with Darius as well. And the, and then the following year, obviously, you get that bit of a bump. You know, when you win the Premiership, they threw all those guys in. Wayman didn't make it. Hornby didn't make it again. But yeah, they had a lot of those guys play, and uh, so did so did Darius. So they did have that extra load on those players. But I also think with time and with the middle, that week off as well in the middle, I think the origin impact on team season has been adjusted a bit more. Teams have got better at managing it. Like that's now 10 years ago. That doesn't sound like a lot, but 10 years in sports science is some time. If Penrith finished lower than second, I will... Send everyone who listens to this ten. No, I won't. But <laughs> but I would be absolutely flabbergasted if Penrith finished lower than second. God, that 2011 series, by the way, like the the Blues went pretty close. But you look at their team, and that's a series that both Tim Manor and Jason King played in. Good. <laughs> and Kate Snowden played that Fantastic. one. Fantastic. Which wingers did they pick above Nathan Merritt that year? Uh, Aquila the Thriller, of like, course. Of yep. course. I mean, Aquila was good for a couple of years, yeah. and he got ruined at Origin. Uh, Aquila Thriller and uh, Game 1 had Brett Morris. So. Okay, they're actually quite good. Yeah, they are. And then Game 2 had Jared Haynes. So okay, not great for the agenda. Aquila. Move on, it's move not. on, move past it's it. Not. Move past it. And uh, Game 3, Aquila and uh, Brett as Hayne and Gazny were the centers. Okay, that's... that's Go to a different year. Do a different year. <laughs> do, it, do, it do, the, do the fucking David <laughs> Williams year. Do the same year. year. You prick. <laughs> so why, blame Coleman. <laughs> uh, the last one on Patreon before we go to... Uh, to Discord, we have Doc Gowland says Palmer or Palmy. I actually say Palm. It's I don't think about it. It's one of those debates we've had many a name debates. I don't think about this one very often. I never I, get involved I'm in it. I don't not, care. Yeah, I I I don't ever. I I've never really cared. But yeah, I just call it usually just say Palm. Yeah, I think I, I don't know. Do I say Palmy? I think I say Palmy, but I've never thought of it. It's yeah. like the sauce in the fridge or cupboard debate. I don't care either. Well, look, I care in my house. Why is that? Because I want the sauce in the fridge and Charlie wants it in the cupboard and it's a it's an ongoing dispute. So I keep some sauces in the fridge, some in the well, cupboard. Well, yeah, mustard goes That's in the it. cupboard, the others go in the fridge. Yeah. It's not that hard. But it's like, you know, it's again, people go, oh, it's just refrigerated after opening. Everything says that. It's so for health reasons, you know? Like, But I don't care about those debates. Those ones are annoying to me. They don't, they don't achieve anything. Like, give me something like Palmer or Palmy is like whatever. Scallop versus potato cake. There's a difference maker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're different. They're far different names. Whatever. Palmer or Palmy, don't care. Okay. Over on to 
uh, Discord for the other patron questions. Where am I scrolling back to? Here we go. Okay, so uh, after this, after question time, Mario seeks disrespect to Carmichael Hunt shocked me. Is a better comparison for him comparing him to Gronk coming out of retirement than immediately leading the Bucks to glorious glory? Many, of course, Brisbane got undefeated from here. Did he ask this question before the game? He did, obviously. Well, then that's maybe you should have kept this one in drafts till right. after the game. I mean, it's a bit different to Gronk playing tight end to come coming back and playing essentially the quarterback. <laughs> you know, like yep. But no, uh, I don't want to disrespect Hunt. I love I love Cumberland Hunt. I'm happy. I love seeing him back. But let's be real. I never expected him to make a single difference because I'd seen him play Q Cup and he hasn't played NRL forever. And he wasn't a half when he was here. Uh, Frankie, I'm hearing tired between PVL and JFK's assassination more and more. Do you think PVL silence is dying? This solidifies these claims. (laughs) You idiot. How do I say this next one? Rangibo? Rangibale? Well, how was... I, think, it's, it's, I assume it's Rangi Chase. Rangi, Rangibo. Yep. Rangibo. Thanks, Rangi yep. Chase. Yep. No longer anonymous. He said, just heard the Super League 6 again, Huda. Is a weekly fan choice because again, Siren, the only way forward to get back fan involvement? Um, I would just make it Chris Hyington saying fuck after the 05 grand final. <laughs> I want to make it uh, uh, You're off your head from Brayton Hester <laughs> Or just a laugh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I've shown you that six again Hooter from Super League Yeah it's great If that was the noise for the, the, NRL the six Jerry, again The Jerry's are about to Bomb London Oh god <laughs> it's like, Fucking great If um, that was the noise that they had For the NRL six again I'd be pro The six again what about Gaznia's What Are You Doing? That'd be good. <laughs> that would be good. And then the player can think about what they've just done. That's it. What are you doing? And then you get the uh, inside turn. After the, what are you doing? That weird guy saying what it's for now. I love that. No, I don't. No. Good tackle down low from Cameron Smith. Just denying it. Man management side of, of his game right. And it looks like it started off in the right way with Hodgson and Connor. Under pressure from both Crooks and Hadley. It's a good arm wrestle. Six again for... It's Mulhern, in fact. And now Chris Hill. Set restart for... Golden points already. What a thriller that was. Catalan Hulkins did well. It was a thriller if you're a Catalan supporter. Not so... So this is more of a comment. I'm not reading your comment out, Colm, but that's a comment. He's a comment to that last question. I'm not yep. reading it out. The thing. Ben Quelliada says, with two losses in a row, now is it time to talk about Penrith actually being the people's team? No. 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 And uh, this one, I don't, I don't know if you're going to answer this one. Uh... <laughs> Who is the worst? This is from Marshall. Who is the worst rugby league family? His shortlist is the Suttons, the Moseses, the Mosai, uh, the Hopawatis, and the Burgi. Feel free to pick from those or one of your own. What have Tom or George ever done? He said, please, Mitch, don't let Bungard waste time defending the Virgi. He'll be oh. tempted, but at this point, we know who those guys really are. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the ho- isn't Jamil Hopawati also quite a bad dude, in addition to John Hopawati being a yeah, terrible dude? It's clearly the Hopawatis on that. Okay. Uh, you feel like, I mean, 
But Will Hoppawati is apparently a very nice boy. So Tim Hoppawati has been caught in like a cocaine sting and the best part of the legal defense is that you know he's 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 screwed. So the cops have been ch- chasing this sting for ages and they put like fake cocaine in the transaction. So Jamil Hopawadi takes a bag of fake cocaine in a backpack. Cops and up, he runs away and throws the bag of a bag over the fence or whatever. And they arrest him. And now, do you know what the legal defense Bungard so far is? Go on. It was not real cocaine. Oh, I mean, true. <laughs> I know, but it's like, mate, look, it was only not real cocaine because the cops put fake cocaine in your bag. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> but, reading it but, now. The I've shipment got... of toolboxes from Britain that contained 514 kilograms of cocaine with a street value but... nearly $155 million. You've got to respect it, though. The lowest thing outside the box is that, mate, they can't get you. He was also charged with domestic violence the previous year uh, and was jailed a few, jailed for one year and given a good behavior bond after a violent assault on two men in a Sydney pub in 2014 as well. Drank driving 2014. And then you got John Hopwadi, which who we all know about. So, how was Will one of those, by the way? I don't know. But yeah, I just, that's my favorite legal defense ever. They can't get you, mate. It wasn't real cocaine. (laughs) Good luck to him. That's what I say. Good luck to him in court. That's great. Anyway, Morgs. The Storm seem to have a lot of missed and ineffective tackles as a defensive style involves a lot of sliding and, and corralling opposition players for their teammates. Is this likely to remain as effective as it has been in the past decade or how do you feel they can improve on it? I mean... I feel Anything like, the Storm do, I feel like is done by design. I mean, missed, <laughs> yeah, missed tackles is... I've said this. Out it's of a all, full, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, full, it's, it's fool's gold. Out of the most overrated rugby league stats or overanalyzed, that is the one. Because it doesn't mean good or bad defense. I remember once showing people like uh, when there was James Maloney missed tackles when like he'd smash, like he'd hit someone and fallen off, but he'd done his job, you know, whatever. Like Dave Fafita broke 12 tackles this week. Did any of them matter? No. No, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. I don't think. Actually, I missed half the game. They might have. But no. no. But it's just like, you know, is it the storm? Yeah, mate, missed too many tackles, have too many ineffective tackles. Who gives a shit? They defend well, you know, their scramble's great, as he said. Uh, oh, th- Thrust Croissant says, who will Cam Munster kick next? <laughs> who are they playing this week? Why have I forgotten this already? We went through this as a, a Coltrane tip. Did we? Yeah, we did. I said it's a good option. Uh, well, the Storm oh, they're, always, they're playing. playing uh, he's going to kick Luke Brooks. Yeah, well, I'm out of Storm tips. I've tipped, I've tipped him three so times in five weeks. So. Yeah, so did I. That's it. I'm out of them. Luke Brooks, uh, maybe maybe he'll kick uh, Moses Zemboy or Kemba Marlow, new club, you know. Maybe. Sort him out. Mm. But yeah, that was, again, what he said did not. He did it twice in a week and got two fines. Just keep kicking <laughs> people. That's it. Uh... <laughs> this is good. Ben Quagliata, name the best seven guys who want to play fullback but shouldn't. And how long did it take you before you realized you were just naming the Bulldogs 2022 <laughs> squad? <laughs> oh, there are a lot of them, aren't there? And like six of them play for the Bulldogs. Yeah, there's a, a million players. And I know fullback is like the easiest position to look good in, in attack, because you get to do whatever the fuck you want, really. Everyone wants to do it until they actually start doing it full time. When they realize, oh, I've got to like defend and like be in position and one-on-one in defense all the time. And actually, like, I'm not good enough to have the ball in my hand 25 times a game. Yeah, everyone wants to do it until they actually get put there. 
Like, come on, it almost ended Alex Johnson's career. It did, but I don't want to talk about it. He that. went back to being a bench yeah. player at South. He, was, he did. That average at fullback, they're like, uh, is he that good of a winger? They benched him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was said, you've probably touched on this. What will you remember most about Boyd Cordner's career? We didn't answer that. So what will you remember, Bungard? Um, well, look, I think specifically just... I can't say that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, look, just being... Just being a fantastic leader and someone that I think anyone who watched the Blues or Australia could be proud to have leading their team. Yeah, there's my biggest memories of him is when he kind of started announcing himself as a player and he played for the Blues that year as well. And on the bench, I think what like maybe game three and played for Australia in a year, but it was the 2013 season early on in his career when, when the Roosters won the comp, obviously. Um, and uh, he scored back in that season, maybe eight tries in eight games. Let me let me look it up. Okay, I think it's eight tries and eight or games, whatever. People can look that up themselves. And but he played that year in the middle and on the edge. He kicked goals in one of those wins, and he played for like they won like the last like eight or nine games. He he played in a row, but he missed from round twenty two to the grand final, and came back and had a good game in the grand final. And I remember that thinking that like, geez, that guy, I just remember thinking that guy is fucking got it. Like, you know, it didn't matter that he missed games, could play middle of the edge. And I know a lot of players can do it now, but there was a time there that they were really different, like the split. And that was, this is around that time. It was really good there. Got into the Australian team and then became a stalwart of the, of the blue side from then onwards. But mine was really the breakout. And I thought through his breakout, he was underrated and underappreciated. And then towards the end of his career, the, the, there was, you know, a bit, a bit of slowing down, and we can see why he was slowing down. But I also thought he got unfair criticism because people had this pinnacle set in their head for being Blues captain or whatever, and unfair criticism that people didn't think he deserved his spot in that Origin side, which I thought was ridiculous. But yeah, just a, I remember him being, you know, one of the best in his position for a lot of his career, and he scored, you know, fifty tries and one hundred one hundred eighty one games in the forwards, like damaging ball runner to the end, and. Uh, Unfortunately for him, mate, he never got 200. It feels weird he didn't play 200 games. It does. Uh, Hutton Roston. Should there be a prize to anyone who can successfully tip the Bulldogs three times in Coltrane Cup? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, considering they've already won two and no one's tipped them twice. If someone somehow got three Bulldogs tips right, like pick the Bulldogs from here, I would also buy them grand final tickets. There you go. Wow. All right. If you can get three Bulldogs, if you can pick three Bulldogs wins right. I mean, well, actually, that's a good Bulldogs. point because they can only pick them three times. They can't this pick be, them. It's actually, this would be crazy if you could just, they just tip them every week for the rest of the year, but obviously yeah, they can only could. pick them three times. Exactly. So that rules out anyone that's, well, actually, no, that means all the people who maybe, I think a few people tip them against the Sharks when they won. So I think those people, if they're out of the running, could be tempted to just chase that now. That's coming out of your personal account. Yeah, not that's, the, that's not me. That's like, money. I'll, get there. <laughs> I'll do that. I like that. Well, challenge yeah. for the Bulldogs support, uh, the people who've already got that one Bulldogs win under their belt or people who are just out of the running. Yeah. I've got to respect the people who are still in there grinding, by the way. Like, I do respect them. No, no wins. Good on them. And Coleman did ask, should there be a bizarro Coltrane Cup? We have to pick as many losers as possible. That's funny. God, this week would have been, yeah, if you picked the Bulldogs this week in that one, you'd be suing. But no, it would be too easy, wouldn't it? No, I think you'd run into the same issues. Like you just. Yeah. You I try and pick tip three. against the yeah. Storm and the Panthers every other week, but then sometimes those teams yeah. just win. If you have to pick every team, yeah, you're right. 
Well, that's true. You got to pick the Panthers to lose it. Actually, yeah, the whole con would have picked the Panthers in that West Tigers game, yeah, wouldn't it? Uh, ben Quagliardo again. If you're forced to fight one current player on the undercard of G- Gallon Hooney, who are you, who and why? Who are you fighting, Bungard? Uh, who's soft? Jared Croker. Yes, I like that. Slow as well, mate. Not nimble anymore. Footwork's gone. You get working around the wing ring. Uh, who could I fight? I like. I'm not going to steal your answer because I like it a lot. Okay, who's really small? Like Alex Johnston, Tom Starling. Oh yeah, nimble though. Nimble though, yeah, you're right. Might, he beat you on might, points. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> you're right. He'd work the body, and he just he beat me on points. You're right. You're like, I don't know. Sure, you could fight Alex Johnston. Oh, I could fight Alex Johnston, but you know, I'm just trying to think of someone who else. Oh, DC. I don't care if yeah. I lose. <laughs> yes, it's a there's a there's a big uppercut reach that neck off that neck. That's Fair what I'm point. going for. I'm swinging all. Jake Throw punches are illegal though, so you're. Oh, in I could definitely take Jake Turbo. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. He's bigger like, than me. I don't care. Uh, V8 Tiger says I hate rugby league this week What's your most underrated Simpsons episode? Okay Here's his, here's his Lisa on ice Alright so You'd know this easy Well I mean So what's your criteria for underrated? So what I did was I went on IMDb And I sorted all the Simpsons episodes By their rating on IMDb mm-hmm. Lisa on ice is like 30th by the way So it's not really underrated Great episode but so what I did was first I looked at like ones outside like the top 25 that I feel are like top five, top 10 episodes. And there was only one. Uh, and that was Lisa's substitute is 46th. Well, that's, that's, that feels low. It does, doesn't it? And I'm like, that's a top five episode for me. So yeah, is that not like, why is it that low? I don't know. Has it, has it I, aged poorly? Sure. We've missed something. I don't think, I don't, I don't know. I mean, 8.6 out of 10 is still very good, but yeah. Um, and then after that, I just went outside the top 200 to mm. see if there was any episodes I like. And there was three episodes that I really, really like that are outside the top 200 of Simpsons episodes on IMDb, all from the golden era. Mm. So the Larry Burns episode, the like 203rd. What? How's yeah. that far? I don't know. What uh, Bart's, in a, Bart's inner child, like 206. That's the I, that's the I do what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when Homer coaches the uh, Bart's Pee Wee NFL team, what are we doing here? They're okay. all seven point sevens out of ten, all People outside the top two hundred. Yeah, so those are my think, answers. I was trying to think of ones like I didn't look at the least. You've nailed that already. I was trying. I was trying to think in my head though. What is a later Simpsons episode that's good? Because later Simpsons generally sucks. But when do, where do we draw the line of late Simpsons? I forgot what seasons that's in again. It's the um, the, the last Tanzarian line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's when it officially got shit. Yeah. Um, but that, it, I to me, it's like season nine is. It, season nine's the last good season, and that is the season with the Armin Tanzarian episode in it. But it's also this season with the Bart Star, the quarterback one. I was just talking about it. So yeah, that, but yeah. also that also has the the when they go to the submarine as well, doesn't it? That's a good episode. <laughs> it's my first day. Yeah. And when they in the city of New York versus Homer Simpson, the one where he gets a gun. Um. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Oh, the Apu in the Bachelor auction. Yeah. Oh, there's some great episodes. Oh, the, the oh, there's some great yeah, episodes. Good, in, yeah, see, so when they lose the season. house to the Carnies. Uh, when's that um episode where they get that stupid uh, grammar bot? Uh, Lingwo. Lingwo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that is one of the better episodes of later seasons, right? Yeah. That, well, not I even think, late now. I reckon that is like season fourteen. If I had to guess, I'm gonna look it up quickly. 
Um, Lingwo. The last good episode. That's what I think. It's called like Trilogy of Error or some shit. Um, yeah. Trilogy of Error is in season twelve. There you go. Yeah, and that's that season also had um, have had that weird the Who episode, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did it did. And it had that um, it had the NSYNC episode, isn't it? When they, when they like, yeah, 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 it did. Even uh, yeah, and Homer yeah. going on a hunger strike. Yeah, so there's still some, some episodes, episodes in there, yeah. but uh, yeah, it, it, there's like five or six good ones in a season. I don't know when. Then, I, when did I stop watching? When did you stop watching? I think I probably I think season fourteen was the last one I watched. So that was that was like that had some okay episodes. That had the one where Homer goes to rock and roll camp. Uh, it I had the one. That, yeah. It had the one where Bart gets put down a grade and Lisa gets put up a grade, so they are in the same grade. The one where Marge starts going to the gym and gets really jacked. Uh, yeah, that was weird. She kind of rapes Homer. Yeah, that is, that's not age 12. <laughs> I don't um, know. I think it was weird at the time too, though. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that's season 14. I think that was the last one where there was too many bad episodes. Oh, and that's like the one where like, Homer's like gay for like half yeah. an episode. That's when I was kind of like, this is this. they've run out of ideas here. Actually, I'm looking at now, I'm looking at the next season, season 15. I'm like, yeah, this is actually when I stopped watching. I don't remember any of yeah, these right. episodes. Season 15, like Home is the um, Grim Reaper. I remember that being the trace of horror. I remember that being a thing. Oh, oh when Homer's mum, she returns after being a carjacker. Yep. Out of all these, I only remember the one where Homer breaks out of juvie with the girl. Yeah. But uh, Bart, I, sorry. This is when I started. Well, yeah, this is when I stopped yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh God! Yeah, I, I don't know some of these episodes, which is that's when I stopped watching. Yeah, so I, I right remember one or two of these. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the, the Catch Me If You Can episode with the I remember that too with the parents. But uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's some bad episodes in there. I've just I know we all don't know how it's still going, but people are still watching it. Uh, next question on Discord again. Our good friend Ben. I love that Simpsons questions get 10 times the amount of preparation and attention yeah. that regularly <laughs> Hey, that's what the people want. It is. And the same thing we do rankings of random food things. Yep. Uh, ben Quagliata says, if you had to go all Sons in 4, another fan base, which fan base and why? Sons in 4 guy is my hero. Yeah. Uh, if people haven't seen this, uh, you just Google Sons in 4 or, I don't know, Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets fight something. It's incredible. And Devin Booker like tried to find him as well. Yeah, he came up with tickets or some shit. Yeah. Like it's great. It's it was so good. It, it was hot, good, good, clean, fun. No one got hurt. And have like, didn't you sign to find a photo like he's hanging out with some MMA fighter? So yeah, he got a, like he got a photo on Instagram with Max Holloway like a month beforehand. I was like, ah, oh, this is funny. Yeah, it is. Um, and then the the leak. Uh, someone found the Instagram of the other guy. Yeah. He was like, oh yeah, we fucked this guy up at the at the NBA tonight. It's like, oh mate, you don't think uh, maybe people filmed that? Well, I like that he left it on there, though. He knows everyone's yep. seen it, and he's just left it there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you haven't seen it, great, great video. Just It just... Crowd fights often suck. They usually do, but the fact the guy went to sucker punch him and then got beat up by a tall kind of fat man and then held, he, held him... <laughs> the the, the like, one uh, punch he throws at the mate is probably my favorite part. Yeah, it is. And then the sun's in four. Incredible. I'm going to fuck your boy up, and then... Pauses, I did. I locks eye contact. Suns in four, and then the Suns won the next game. They won in four. Uh, so. Well, I don't have the confidence in the Broncos in four over anybody <laughs> at the moment. Who would I like to do that against? 
Oh, I'm fighting the. I think I'm fighting the Raiders fan base. They're my sworn enemies. They are sworn enemies. I'm trying to think yeah. who I'd like to do it against. What's well, you got to think of? Which fan base do you hate? It's, it's Knights fans for you, surely. No, that was that was it. That's not really anymore. That was a oh, thing. Oh come, come. That on. was now Brownie's gone. A lot of them agree with me now. I don't fight with them anymore. Uh, I'm trying to think what fan base I hate the most. Tigers? Nah, no, the team of the pod. No, I don't like. I don't hate the Tigers fan. I um, see my trials and tribulations with Tigers fans with twenty four. Oh, for you, it's, for you, it, for for us collectively, it's Parramatta fans. Yes, actually, I probably have to be Paramount Defense. They also hate me a lot. They would definitely yep. swing at me first. Yeah, I think you're right. Sons in four situation, you have to be swung on. Yeah, I'd get swung on by a pan- Eels fan. I think you're right, and then you just got to do it. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's what I'll do. Uh, last one on Discord before we go to Twitter. Michael L. RCB Shark says the Broncos should just sign Sean Johnson. Right? Why hasn't this happened yet? I don't know. You're asking great questions. Uh, look, you took you took Adam Reynolds. If you take yeah. the Adam Reynolds replacement as well, I'm going to be very upset. You're going to end up with Ash Taylor or Anthony Milford, and you're going to like it. Okay, that's what it's, you're getting. One of those guys like no money when no one else wants him. That seems like it. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a. I, I'm. I, I'm not. You know. I'm not Brad Pitt in Moneyball, but I do feel like maybe we should spend more than nothing on the most, the second most important position on the field. That's just yeah. me, though. They, you just feel like they've got to be planning something. I know they, they like announced the re-signing of like those five young players. They have to know who they think the guy is, right? I know the reporting isn't who they think the guy is, yeah, but they have to know. They're, they're too smart of a club to do this, right? It's not like when the Broncos lost Ben Hunt after giving Ash Taylor away, but they thought they were keeping Hunt forever. And then they were like, shit, what do we do? You guys like knew this was coming. Let him go, kind of deal. I d- I don't know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Sean Johnson. I have no idea why the Broncos haven't spoken to him. I understand they have these plans of Katoni Stags or whatever. Don't give a shit. Like they want to improve their spine with another spine player. Do I want to see Josh Hodgson or Sean Johnson, for example? Not a hard one. Good question. I don't know why they're not doing it. They mate. They seem to be talking to the wrong types of players again. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you guys, I don't know. I'm I'm just backing you're in too smart to not have a have no plan because if you had no plan again, you'll end up like we did and just shuffle through shit guys for years. It seems like South are too smart to do that. No offense. Yeah, oh, I said that, definitely. Okay. Over on to Twitter. Uh before you get to Twitter, I'll give a quick shout to the people in the top two tiers of our Patreon. And the only way to ensure that your question is read out is to go to patreon.com forward slash NRL boom rookies and become a patron. Uh, and I'd give a quick thanks to the people in the top two tiers, which are Dave, Carla Tyson, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Big Chief 69, Blake Moretti, Blame Hard, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Chris Avnell, Chris Slade, CTO, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Frankie, Harvey G, Jace G, Jack Snape, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo 98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Maddie McPee, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding dong is hard and I am sad. Never Trendy, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Swarzy, Ty, Not So Mysterious Student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, Turbo Series, and Warwick Ahern. Thank you so much for your continued support. And to everyone in the lower tiers as well. And if you just listen, thank you as well. Forgot to ask you in the previous podcast, mate. Um, penis and depression update. Uh, I'm feeling okay. I don't know why. The Broncos, I expected the Broncos to get hammered. It happened, whatever. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right. Good, good to hear. And penis, uh, yeah, he's fighting fit, mate. It's birthday week. He's getting ready for Excellent. big Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on Twitter, uh, 
Mert under underscore Mert one says, is there a stat around effective offloads? You saw that TPJ is leading the competition in offloads with 45. I feel most of them end up on the ground, mainly because there's never anyone trailing him. Can you imagine TPJ and Pappenhausen in the same side? Uh, there is an effective offload stat and ineffective. Effective being it goes to the player. Uh, but I didn't pull it up in front of me until just now. So anyway, there is there's also stats for um, meters gained off offloads. So the player who offloads and the most meters are main, made off that offload afterwards. TPJ is leading the competition in meters gained from offloads. Probably leading in effective as well because he's just thrown so many and probably leading in ineffective. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. I haven't looked that up properly. Sorry to not answer it better. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, no. Paul Max asked us. With a 50% win weight, was Boyd Corner the worst ever Australian captain? If he wasn't, who was? I mean, it's 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 probably the right time to ask it, but you shouldn't ask it, should you? <laughs> Go on, uh, I, I, I just feel like he's a bit of a victim of other teams being better now. Like, I mean, it, in previous generations, Interest Rugby League was a massive joke. Yeah, I mean... The captaincy is a high bar for Australia. That's the other thing too. So calling him the worst captain probably doesn't make him, you know, that bad of a player, for example. Uh, but I'm trying to think who are the captains. I mean, Daly Chervins is the captain now, so I'd love I'd say him. <laughs> but uh, what we've had, Cam Smith. Uh, oh, how many? Ga- Craig Gow was the captain at one point, wasn't he? Maybe. And how many games did he win? I don't know on the top of my head either. Was he was he the captain? I Fine. Like I, I actually got asked this on the radio this morning, yeah. like who should be the New South captain? And I was like, it should probably just be James Tedesco because Daly Chervins is not a guaranteed starter in that in the team. Like I wouldn't pick Daly Chervins, I was picking the Australian team tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. how can he be the captain? Yeah, and it's not like you know, if Cordner wasn't the best back row, you still pick him, but yeah, DC yeah. wouldn't be in my team. I think it has to be was, Teddy just by default, right? It was Gower ever the captain. Why do I feel I, like Craig Gower I, was the captain at one point? I'm, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's all right, mate. It's fine. You can know. find out later. I'm losing, I'm losing my mind there. I just it annoys me. I know he maybe he captain Italy was. in the Six Nations. No, he did captain some games here, so okay. I think that is it's probably the games without Badiris at the time. Seems right, timeline-wise. I think so. And then who else has been a captain? Like, Fittler was one. Day- like, yeah, come on. Through the 90s, you've got, like, Lewis, just before the 90s. you got Mal, Daly, Fittler, Harrigan, Tuvi, Alfie. They're all pretty and then, good. And then since 2000, you have, like, Gordy, Joey, Lockyer, Badiris, Gower, Cameron Smith, Boyd Cordner, DCE. Yeah, so, so it's even actually, being the worst captain isn't yeah. really a sledge. It's not a shot. And I've got about further than that, but I don't know. I didn't watch the players. Like before Wally Lewis, like Max Krilich and Steve Rogers. So it's not actually the big not people taking it as, but I would say DC is the worst, is the worst player. Yeah. Worst captain, sorry. He wouldn't Se- be in my 17. Yeah, Cecil Blinkhorn was a fraud. <laughs> pick some old, I don't even know if he captained Australia. Okay. Uh, ben Qualiata says, why do bad things like flight delays happen to good people like him? He missed out in his Aurora Ball debut. He wasn't there. Well, is that why he missed it? Well, yeah, he's supposed to land in Sydney at five thirty on whatever Friday, and he got in at nine o'clock instead because of flight delays. Yeah, sad yeah. for him. Uh, last question. Let's go. Hamish Neal says, "What's on the cards for the most celebrated thirtieth birthday in NRL tomorrow? How will you celebrate the special day? Who's thirtieth birthday tomorrow? Do you know?" 
Is it your birthday? No, mine's not it's tomorrow. It's your birthday. Wait, I know your birthday's soon. Yeah. When is it? Uh, my birthday's Friday. It's the uh, right, same okay. Ken Smith, Billy Slater, lots of other greats. I think Pappenhauer's oh. the same day as us. Of course. All the greats. But uh, yes, who's tomorrow? I'm going to see if I can find this. Okay, let's go. June. What's tomorrow? The 12th? No, tomorrow the 16th. The 16th. 16th. What are you doing? Oh, God, we missed this. What? Matt Moylan. Ah, of course. I've got my bobblehead <laughs> up on my shelf, Hamish, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll dust it. I mean, it was uh, Nico Hines is the 18th, not uh, not uh, Pappenhausen. But yes, Matt Moylan, I did enjoy Dan Ganane calling him old. Finally. Yeah. The wheels <laughs> turned. <laughs> there we go. But that, that's the last question. That's all I did it. I'm proud of you I'm for doing such a good job at reading. <laughs> Do um, I get a gold star? Yes. Sure. That's your birthday presentation. You don't get another one. Yeah. Good. All right. Excellent. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Stay safe. Enjoy this weekend's games. We'll see you next week. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. It's goodbye from me.